It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolos. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. All past episodes, subscriptions, and more. We're on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. You can email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. Please check out our Facebook group. This is a great opportunity for me to talk to one of England's finest players, and for many years, Peter Blakemore joins us. Hi, Peter. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, and uh, that's very complimentary. Thank you. Well, thank you for the pounds. I appreciate that, too. That goes a long way, the currency exchange. No, it's all true because you've represented England many times at the World Championship. In fact, I'm looking in your back pocket right now, and you're wondering why I'm looking there, because you have this towel dangling, and I looked at the towel, and I went, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers' terrible towel. And I looked carefully. No, 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 no. That's from IFPA 13 from Pittsburgh. 2016 and you're still carrying it it's a great keepsake of being at the world championships yes i've uh, brought a few of those this weekend one for each day very nice did you grab one when you were in canada as well too because you were there no only those that partake can have one seriously they only made that many yes i didn't realize likewise with the t-shirts well no you could buy them beforehand because i here all right here's a little story supposed to they were selling them on ifpa so I bought one, and then when I actually made the tournament for IFPA 15, and I say make that as a reserve who happened to get in, thank you, Herbert, from Austria. Yeah, I had already bought a shirt, so I didn't get another one, which I probably should have because it had the dates and everything on the back. Stupid me. But anyway, you have played in world championships, and you like traveling for pinball. Where are some of your favorite places you've played? Um, here, Folder. Absolutely top-notch um almost the mecca of Europe at the moment. Um, I did like Adam Becker's, he's got a fantastic setup there. Uh, Crazy Jay in um, uh, Minnesota was a, a very nice uh, setup. And um, Todd's, of course. Tom McCulloch's? Yeah. Oh, out in uh, Washington State, yeah. yeah. That... Bainbridge Island. Were you at that World I Championship? I was, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that was the one I think, 2012 maybe? Yeah, that's right. You've been in this such a long time. 2008, competitive pinball. For me, and I've told the story before, and I'll do it briefly here on Pinball Profile, I didn't know competitive pinball existed until somebody on Facebook posted, so that was 2014. How did you know about it in 2008? I was part of, well, I lurked in uh, Rec Games Pinball. Yes. Originally, and watched from afar, and then uh, a few UK chaps went abroad to one or two of the Opens, like Dutch Open, German Open, came back to the UK and said, oh, we should start a pinball league. And so in 2007, they started the Pinball League. Uh, I watch from afar. My other sport is uh, judo. Judo? Yep. And uh, my year in 2007, all my weekends were judo events. And so I wasn't able to go to any pinball. And they finished the first season. The second season started. And I found that I could go to the first event. I thought, great. Uh, That's it. Sorted. And uh, the first event was a... A chap's place called Greg Mott, and uh, got in touch beforehand. Went down there just like you might for the first time, and uh, yeah, the real fabulous games room, uh, glow in the dark carpet um, with the UV light, fantastic array of games which I haven't seen for ten years, maybe fifteen years. When I used to go down the pub, have a pint, and play a few games, and uh, and so there I was, and I had an absolute fantastic day, and uh, I went away thinking. 
I'll be happy if I finish my table in, in that meet and you know I'll have done myself proud um, I actually won it nice and it was like okay maybe I need to prove that's not a fluke I'll go to the second meet if I'm available and I was so I went and I won that one as well wow and then the third and then meet no one ever told you about events ever again I said <laughs> yeah. nope nothing's going on Peter you got judo to do yeah uh, but then the third meet I got absolutely nowhere oh okay but you stuck with it two out of three yes. yeah that's right oh. and the, the, back then it was uh, well, well it still is uh, six league meets in the season and um, the last event was uh, Dave Rolfs in uh, Wales and he had, used to have a fantastic little shed at the bottom of their garden uh, but he actually rented out a, a mill and they had uh, very nice grounds for people to visit and then he had a shed full of classic ballets uh, and he eventually started doing the Welsh Classic uh, tournament which all of the UK used to turn out at but anyway his last lead me to the season for the South West League we went to Dave's we parted the night away As Saturday night in the middle of Wales in the middle of nowhere there's no nightclubs nothing so everyone from miles around used to come to this shed of his play pinball he had a little dance floor he loved DJing getting the Blues Brothers on everyone partying the night away drunk too much absolutely annihilated all the machines with massive scores of course it was a lean meet the following day oh boy hungover barely flipped straight (laughs) managed the respectable result but it dropped me down to second in the league that time so didn't quite win the league that first time out but I can see how you were easily hooked and that's amazing that again I didn't even know people had machines back in the mid 2010s so the eyes have been open and there are people always getting the pinball now that are just finding out about it and it's come a long ways as you've seen from playing all your life but even competitively the rules have really changed so much with the modern games it's it's a lot more difficult and you really have to have rules knowledge yes yes you do um and even now with all the new ones that uh, keith alwin keeps producing with the real deep boot uh, rule set it's i know it's got a lot of older people going maybe it's uh, getting a bit past us now maybe we should just uh, back off and concentrate on something else possibly sure lawn bowling or something right yeah yeah that's right or judo or judo judo really maybe i could still see you doing judo because if anybody's ever watched peter play pinball and he's doing well it's not exactly judo moves but you mentioned at that wales party there was some singing and dancing uh you do that in pinball you've been known to dance on a successful game or two indeed uh as do all the players even um thank last night um when when we were this is frank bonner from france that's right yeah he was dancing last night you were both playing Scared Stiff. You actually both got to Scared Stiff, the, the wizard mode, too. So, uh, uh, well, Frank's been doing very, very well. And I guess you would cross paths with him a lot here in Europe. I mean, you're in England. Here we are in Germany. It's only, what, an hour yeah. flight? Yes, that's right. So it's easy for you to get here, even though you're not part of the uh, EU anymore. <laughs> EU yes. anymore. Did that actually make it difficult? I'm, I'm not joking. It, it does. Yes. I, I remember talking to Jim Lindsay about how he had to get a new license. Yeah. Um, I was in doubt to travel here because the computer said no. And so when I went to check in online for the aircraft, they said, have you got a visa for traveling to Europe? Which you never would have had to have. Correct. And we still don't need to. 
So the computer is, is there a grace period passing. of time? Is that yeah. why you? Don't? Oh, but yeah. you will eventually. We will, yes. Coming in next year. Yeah, they've got to get their money somehow, don't yeah. they? Indeed. Yeah. Oh well. It's equivalent to the US Esther system, where if you visit the states, you've got to sign up on Esther to be allowed to go into the country. When you came to Canada, did you have to get one? No. That's right. You're welcome in Canada. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Come on. <laughs> but you you do travel. In fact, I know Finland has to be a place that you certainly like because that's one of your biggest wins ever. The EPC Classics event, a big, big field, and you're 300. Good. 300 people? Yeah. What was the format for that? It was, uh, you were given um, four games for qualifying. Sorry, that's it? You, four you, games? They, they gave you four games to qualify on. Because there were so many people? Because there were so many people. And then um, the top qualifiers in each group and they, they qualified something like 96 people. So you were, in, that you, you, were, you were in a group and you had to win that group to go move on uh, to the next you level? Had, you had to be high up enough. I, I, I was, uh, with all the groups merged, I don't know how it worked, but all the groups were merged and um, positions and everything. And I, I think I qualified about 54th. And then made it all the way to the you, top. you didn't have any choice in the games that you were given. Oh boy. So you, you just and have this, to do the And best. folks, this is classic. So maybe some yeah. EMs where house balls are the norm. Indeed, yeah. And then you had a couple of rounds of knockout where the bottom 32 played each other, then the next uh, 16 played the, them, and then the last 16. So if you were in the top 16, I think you had two buys, and if you were in the top sure. uh, 16 to 32... It, it's kind of like if buy. anybody's been to Pinburg, and, and I wish that was still around, but they used to do that for... They had 40 people, and you know, they were a lot of buys there, but some people would have the two buys. So, But that's amazing that you made it. You just kind of... Well, you didn't just get in, but you, you, you made the playoffs, and then and to go from there, it's, it's different. I've said this before. Sometimes I've been the bus driver. I've done really well in qualifying and then just blown it all in the playoffs. Other times I just squeak in and then there's no pressure and yes. you just kind of go from there. And you've had those kind of successes oh, yes. as well. Yes, that's right. Even here at Bulls and Balls, you were just, you're in a tiebreaker to get into the classics. That's right. Um, there was nine people in the qualifying slots with seven qualifying and I scraped in at position seven. <laughs> and then you had to play the top seed Played the top seed and uh, knocked him out, much to his disgust. See, sorry, they... Toby. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing when you're when you squeak in. There's no pressure. It's it's unbelievable. But you know you still have to perform. I know you were talking about your leagues in England. Good friend Neil McRae. I've seen what he's done at his place in London, and you're in Salisbury, which is really close to Stonehenge. Which, by the way, I've been to Stonehenge, and I wanted to see it because I'm a huge Spinal Tap fan. It's my favorite movie of all time. He's, Peter's going, what? It's my favorite movie ever. So I'm in England. I've got to go to Stonehenge. Went and was like, oh, that's it. Okay, move on. And then as we drive away, you can see it from the road. So I was like, oh, that was a waste of my... But anyway, I was glad I did. But you're right near there in, in Salisbury with the uh, world's tallest cathedral, maybe? Yes, that's correct. Um, it was the tallest cathedral in Europe for many years. Oh, okay. It's world famous, Salisbury Cathedral, medieval but you've got this club there, Special One Lit Club, and what's going on there? Well, um, as everyone knows, pinball's a hobby, and it gets out of control. And so when you buy a machine, they multiply. Yes. And when you live in a terrace house like I do, with no garage, 
you can have a couple in the house and then but you've got a third one and a fourth one so you put one at a friend you take one into work and then you take one to work yeah yeah. And, and then you're not allowed to keep them there and they'll come home so you've got four folded machines in your house and you go okay maybe I need to do something about this uh, so I hired an industrial unit and set them up and uh, started a pinball club now known as Special One Lit and is this yours or are you with anybody else on this? no this is um, myself that's a big undertaking for you yes I've got a couple of helpers and I've got some people that have donated or loaned machines um, and I look after them and um, yeah, sort of like 25 to 29 machines set up just depending on the situation at the time because I wheel and deal selling pinball machines buying pinball machines doing pinball machines up I like getting um, basket cases and getting them working again so you're really handy that way yeah even but I have to be if I've got 29 well, machines to keep going is that with all eras of pinball machine or are you special yeah. everything Yep. The oldest one I've got, admittedly it's not set up at the moment, uh, is uh, Space Station 1962 Williams. It's uh, scoring on the back glass, it's not even the... Um... Oh wow, I don't even know if I've ever seen that one before. So there you go, you're repairing those, do you find it easier repairing EMs versus new games? I, I do like the um, 80s Gottlieb's, the okay. System 80s. So I've got a nice System H collection. So that's an easy game to fix, or that's yeah, yeah, um, base, basic electronics. Okay. Um, and and now they're even easier to fix by. Uh, you can actually just buy the new boards from yeah. Pascal. Yeah. And uh, or I should say, Flip is the company in France. Okay. And uh, yeah, they resurrect a lot of games now, and of course they look after them because they've got the um, protection features in them, stop coils burning out and things oh, like. Oh boy. That. So you have done a few streams yourself, not on Twitch, but on YouTube. What have you done? I've recorded a lot at the moment. Um, I've, I've got a few on my site, especially when lit on YouTube. I've done a sample of uh, Dark Shadow, which is quite a rare uh, pinball. Another one I haven't heard. Yeah, and um, some um, virtual pinball reproduction uh, people got hold of me and said they wanted to reproduce Dark Shadow because uh, it's very unusual, very little known. Uh, so I did quite a bit of streaming to allow them to figure out the play field and send them lots of photos and everything. And they've got very nice reproduction um, of Dark Shadow now. That's amazing because people will come across machines and a lot of times they'll look on YouTube, okay, how does this play? What is it? If, especially if it's a title they don't know. And you might have one of the only videos of that. Yes, that's right. So at the club, is it more casual? Is it open a couple nights a week? Do you have tournaments there? What are you doing? We do a lot. Um, we normally open every Friday night, half six till half ten, so four hours. Uh, break that down into two sessions, so if someone doesn't want to spend the whole evening there, they're not paying for the whole evening. Um, it's normally £5 entry uh, for two hours. That's a great deal. Yep. They can play, free play any machine that's there. Uh, so we've got Metallica Rally, We've got Star Wars, Ellie, um, Attack from Mars, Medieval Madness, Monster Bash, Scared Stiff, then all the classics. So um, we got Fathom, we had the Sea Witch, we sold that now. Mm -hmm. um, at the moment, we've got a nice little array of um, Star Trek. We've got Bally, uh, the Data East, and uh, Next Gem. A good mix for sure. Okay, so you got rid of the Sea Witch. Is that because when they came out with the Beatles and you being in England, you had to switch it up with the Fab Four? Or do you have Led Zeppelin or what other English groups do you have? Do you have Iron Maiden? 
th- what, are, what are these English bands that, that are really great pinball that's, machines? That's a very good point. I haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we've got Metallica, which is obviously one of the top games. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we've recently got a JP2. Yeah, I'm slowly expanding the uh, LCD line. Um, I went away from them. We had a problem with Star Wars Ellie and the cost of replacement boards it was horrendously expensive and then they brought them down about 18 months ago two years ago and uh, now the node boards and uh, the MPU boards for Spike 2 are more affordable so I'm now venturing out into possibly buying more Spike 2 games Peter I know you are possibly going to be going to IFPA 17 in Florida it's an alternate thing right now but who knows if somebody drops out Peter could be there but You've got to be excited that IFB 18 is coming to Germany because there's a lot of great tournaments in Germany and people are really stepping up their games like here. So yeah. the World Championship, is that your favorite tournament? It is, yes. Um, it's the pinnacle. You get all the best players there and that's where I want to be. And so I try and do my best to get into a position where I can actually go. So we mentioned Bainbridge Island earlier and Todd's. Um, I first learned of that in the UK when the World Championships was in the UK and it was in three years time so it was UK one year States next Europe next year and Todd's in the States Mm -hmm. and so I had a three year plan to get myself high up enough to be guaranteed a slot in that World Championships and that was my goal and I achieved it it's a tough grind there's so many good players now it's it's really tough Yes, it is, yeah. But it was easier back then as we just required the top two in the country. And even if I wasn't the top two, um, those that were, weren't were keen to travel. Sure. Um, expense or they don't like aeroplanes or whatever. Uh, so they used to go down the order until they found someone. Uh, Josh has cut back on that. They normally now say they've got to be within the top five of the country. Oh. Can't normally let them drop too much. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it's tight, tightened down a lot the, because the scene's grown. It's more competitive. You get more of the high-ranked players. Getting someone really low-ranked in a country is depriving a higher-ranked player from elsewhere in the world. So he's trying to restrict how many you drop down in a country. So your country director is Martin from Pinball News and you know I always see him behind the scenes but I had no idea the competitive side of he, Martin. He's been the UK's top player since the rankings started. He was number one for the best part of I think 12 years and he was unbeaten in that time. And uh, one or but two is he people. still playing today? No, no. I didn't think so. No. Um, but in that time, uh, there were some people that got very close within a few points. And then he would go. He put the foot down. He would put the foot down. He'd fly to the States, go into a big competition, get lots of more points. And then that closeness suddenly ended up being a big golf. <laughs> uh, and so um, just before he retired, he, he was overtaken for a very brief period and then got his, uh, mainly because someone delayed getting the results in in Europe. He had a good result in Europe and then they took like six, eight weeks to filter them through. I think there's a 30 day window now because of things like that. Yeah, Um, but back then there wasn't and so he lost out for, I think it was about a week. 
still quite a run. Yeah, he um, met a very nice lady and uh, found that Pimble was uh, taking too much time and that he needed to spend a bit more time away from Pimble, not away from Pimble, away from the competitive scene uh, and encourage other interests. Hey, as long as you're happy, that's the main thing, isn't it? Absolutely. I got to tell you, Peter, it's great to finally talk to you and, and spend some time with you. It's uh, really nice just to spend time with anybody, but you in particular. And this is certainly a great mass gathering here at Bulls and Balls. That's one of the reasons why I'm here, because uh, I get to see all my friends for the first time in two years. And I also get to um, support Bulls and Balls uh, and Matthias. For, they survived the COVID lockdown and uh, come out strong and uh, it's, it's great to see everyone here yeah so hey that's a good message for anybody anywhere whether it's an arcade whether it's a club whether it's a tournament if they're up and going right now and you have a chance to support them anything you can do would be a great idea peter great to talk to you thank you very much you're welcome this has been your pinball profile you can find everything on pinballprofile.com twitter instagram at pinballprofile emails pinballprofile at gmail.com and check us out on facebook I'm Jeff Teolis.